Hi friends, uh, Moses here at Christian Motivation. It's uh, May the 2nd, uh, Friday, and I hope you are doing fine. Uh, I hope you've had a wonderful, a wonderful week. Um, I am recording this from Paramp in Nevada. I, I left California last night at about, it was coming, uh, it was coming to 10 o'clock p.m., that's when I left California, so uh, I mean, uh, I went to Las Vegas, made a couple of stops in Las Vegas, so right now as I record this I'm in Paramp, and then from here hopefully I'll be heading back to California, uh, I feel tired so I'll probably uh, stop somewhere maybe around Baker and uh, and take a rest, and then from there, I will just head back home. Other than that, I've had uh, a good week. And um, today, I just want to encourage you by reading uh, uh, from Psalms. And, and I thought about these Psalms yesterday. Yesterday, as I was driving, coming, uh, when I left home and coming to, uh, to Nevada, I was I was just thinking one of the challenges I have, or one of the things I really um, uh, the season I'm going through. It's a season to do with uh, uh, now that I'm married. I really I really want to spend as much time as possible with 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 my wife. And sometimes because of the nature of my job, I I realize that uh, I don't have. Um, the liberty to spend as much time as I would love to and also my schedule is kind of messed up it's I never know exactly uh, I don't have a set schedule so sometimes I'll be working during the day other times I'll be working during the night it's just the nature of my job that my schedule is around <laughs> is all over the place I, I just work awkward hours. You you never know when I'll be sleeping, you never know when I'll be working. So it's uh, it's the nature of the job uh, and uh, so one of the things I'm believing God for is for that to change where uh, where I'm more in control of, of my schedule, where I have a, a job where I, I at least have a set schedule and I know that these are my hours that I work and um, uh, these are my days that I work but right now the only day that I told people at work that they shouldn't mess up with is Sunday so they know even when they call me I sometimes will be so busy and they want me to help out I usually now especially now that I'm married before every now and and then I would just give in and give them maybe one Sunday so I can help out I don't want to look like I'm so uh, rigid, but they know because they <laughs> they call me uh, on Sundays and they know I don't I don't take um, I don't play around with that. I I told them uh, that is a day that I have uh, reserved to be in church and to be with family. So even when they call me, it's just they are calling me to try to see if they can persuade me into coming into work. But um, I usually tell them I can't make it. But the funny thing, even on Sundays, uh, to them, <laughs> after midnight, it means that it's no longer Sunday. So they gave me Sunday as my day off. So when, 
when it's it's midnight uh, they can call me technically they can call me to work Sunday night or Monday morning they can call me to work so uh, the dilemma sometimes for me is that um, when I don't work on Saturdays um, they give me Saturdays off chances are they are going to call me to start work at around uh, midnight on Sunday night and I don't like that because it feels like they've again entered into my Sunday. But technically they haven't uh, entered into my Sunday. But other than that, even my my schedules I will start I will start work at awkward at awkward hours. Sometimes I'll start in the morning, other times in the night, other times in the afternoon. It's just uh, something I have to live with. But I desire for that to change. And so yesterday as I was driving, you know, like leaving home, um, knowing I would prefer to be at home with with my wife, but leaving her uh, in the house and, uh, and having to travel, that breaks my heart. And so I was kind of, um, as I was driving, coming here, I was starting to think and asking God, God, there has to be a way. There's something I'm missing here. I, I need to open my eyes, open my eyes so I can see what I need to do and how I need to handle this because this isn't what I want to do. Uh, um, I want to have my breakthrough. And so I was talking to God, but the way I was, I was looking at the situation was more um, should I say, I think I was complaining to God. I was complaining and um, it was a negative attitude. You know, the, and it's not the first time. I know there are times when I will be in a situation like this and I'm trying to figure out exactly, God, how do I handle this? What am I doing wrong? And how do I get my breakthrough or Oh, what do I do? And sometimes I, I even get so caught up in trying to take things in my own um, wisdom, trying to figure out stuff in my own wisdom and understanding and trying uh, to rely on my, on what I can do and instead of looking to God. So yesterday as I was thinking about it, about it it's just like the Holy Spirit just um, got my attention and I don't remember, but I don't remember exactly how this happened. But what I remember is I started thinking about the goodness of God, and started wondering, uh, and started thinking of the the many blessings that I have in my life. The very fact that I have a wife, the very fact that I have a house, a home, the very fact that I have a job, the very fact that I have money in my account, I have money in my pocket, the fact that I am healthy. I mean, I started thinking about the things that I have in my life. I started thinking about the blessings that I have in my life and it broke my heart. For me to realize that I was fussing about something that is very small and is just for a short period of time. And it just occurred to me that many times we tend to focus on 
the now and the challenge that we are going through now, that we forget the blessing that the Lord has bestowed upon upon us. Sometimes we can so we can be so focused on the problem and the challenge, and we are even focused on that problem and challenge in a very very um, bad way. And what I mean by that is, when here is what Paul said. Paul said that count it all joy when you go through various temptations. It's kind of it's kind of like you you want to ask Paul, okay, how can I count it joy when I'm going through temptation, temptations? But when you realize that temptations and and challenges and trials are an opportunity for you to prove the goodness of God, then your attitude will have to change. So. When I started to think about the blessings that I have in my life, when I started to remember what God has done for me in my life, when I started to, 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 to realize how I'm blessed, there are people that don't have what to eat. I was driving and there are people out there that are, I started to think about people that are homeless. They don't even have shelter. They're, they're probably under the bridge. They're people that have, have no money. They don't even have one dollar. They don't even have 50 cents. They're people that have families, but are, they have families, but they don't even have a job to feed their families. There are people that are going through all kinds of challenges. And I have a job and I'm really uh, almost complaining about the job. When I started to change the way I was looking at the situation, it made my heart break. And I remember I just started asking God to forgive me. Because I realized that I had... I had focused this I had focused my I had focused on this small problem and magnified it I had magnified the problem above the blessings that are operating in my life I had magnified the problem above the promises of God because here is what is happening this is just a season of life how I handle myself in this in this season of life matters a lot. How I work on God, how how I view things, how I operate, how how my attitude towards the challenges that I go through and towards God really matter a lot because they tell me a lot about what is happening in my heart. And I just felt like I really, I really felt bad because I realized that I was having a bad attitude. And I'm saying this because I know I'm probably speaking to someone out there right now who also has, has times when, when, when you go through stuff and you over-focus on the stuff that you're going through rather than focusing on the Word of God, on the promises of God. And I believe that is one of the reasons why God told, you remember when uh, uh, God would tell um, 
uh, uh, the children of Israel. Every now and then, for example, when they were going through the Red Sea, he told them to pick up stones so that they would be reminded when he gave them manna to eat in the desert. He told them to keep some so they would be reminded. It's funny how we easily forget the blessings of God in our lives. And what I want to do is to encourage you, my brother and my sister, for you not to forget the blessing of the Lord. Listen to what um, Psalms 103 says. I'm going to read it from uh, the New Living Translation. Um, but I love also what the King James, I think the King James puts it, uh, it says, Bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. That's how uh, the King James Version puts it, and I love that. But here it also says in the New Living Translation, Let all that I am praise the Lord. With my whole heart I will praise his holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. And I like the way it, it even puts it in, in, in a continuous present tense where it says, may I never forget the good things he has done for me. There are things God has done for us, but then there are things he does for me. So he says, may I never forget the good things he does for me. So I don't want to get the things he has done for me. I don't want to forget the things He's doing for me. And I sure don't want to forget what he has promised he is going to do for me. And he continues in verse 3. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. Those those five verses alone are so powerful. But the whole chapter is really good. So let's just continue the word and enjoy the whole chapter. Verse 6. The Lord gives righteousness and justice to all who are treated unfairly. He revealed his character to Moses and his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and merciful, slow to get angry and filled with unfailing love. He will not constantly accuse us, nor remain angry forever. He does not punish us for all our sins. He does not deal harshly with us as we deserve. For his unfailing love toward those who fear him is as great as the height of the heavens above the earth. He has removed our sins as far from us as the east is from the west. The Lord is like a father to his children tender and compassionate to those who fear him. For he knows how weak we are. He remembers we are only dust. Our days on earth are like grass, like wild, like wild flowers. We bloom and die. The wind blows and we are gone, as though we had never been there. But the love of the Lord remains forever with those who fear him. His salvation extends to the children's children, of those who are faithful to his covenant, of those who obey his commandments. The Lord has made the heavens his throne. From there he rules over everything. Praise the Lord, you angels, you mighty ones who carry out his plans, listening for each of his commands. Yes, 
Praise the Lord, you armies of angels who serve him and do his will. Praise the Lord, everything he has created, everything in all his kingdom. Let all that I am praise the Lord. Man, I read this um, uh, I read this chapter this morning after, uh, like when I go to, to, to my first destination, I just read this uh, uh, chapter because I, I mean, w when the Holy Spirit started to show me the blessings of the Lord in my life, I just started worshipping Him and, and, and praising Him. And let me tell you what happened. All of a sudden, what seemed to be like a big problem, what seemed to be like a, 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 a challenge in my life, ceased to be a matter of concern. In other words, what I had just done is I had magnified God above the problem. I had magnified God above the situation. And I want to encourage you to, to get this kind of attitude. It's my prayer that I will learn at every moment in my life that every moment something comes to try and, uh, uh, and magnify itself above God, that I will be reminded to put it down. That's what I believe and the Bible talks about. That's one of the weapons that we have, casting down imaginations that are trying to exalt themselves about the knowledge of God. We need to understand that we have a God that loves us, that cares for us, and watches over us. And we need to have an attitude of always magnifying Him above the situations. So as today being uh, a Friday, as you go through this weekend, I want to encourage you, if you can, find yourself a journal whether you, 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 you write down or you type into a journal, you have uh, um, uh, something you use to journal. But I just want to encourage you to take some time. Sit down and remind yourself of what God has done in your life. Sit down and look at your life and try to see the things that you have the things that God has blessed you with, that you probably have taken for granted. The very fact that you are healthy, if you have a house, if you have a family, if your marriage is still strong, if your children are, are healthy and well, if you are still breathing, if, if you have clothes you're putting on, I mean, there are tons and tons of blessings. If you woke up in the morning and you had something to eat, something to drink, these are all blessings of God. I'm reminded of someone who said that when you thank God for his finger in your life, then you've just opened up a door to see his arm. In others, we need to learn to be grateful for everything that the Lord has done for us. And as we do that, as we do that, as we develop that attitude of gratitude, then we will what will happen is um our mindset will start to change. Our attitude will start to change. And before you know, what, you know it, we will be more word-focused than circumstance-focused. We will be more God-focused.
focused than problem focused. And as we do that, I believe that we will see God work in our lives. So once again, I encourage you, my brother and my sister, you find some time, get you a pen and a paper or, or an iPad or a phone, whatever you use, to journal and write down the blessings, the benefits that God has done for you. Go in Psalms, read Psalms 103, read other Psalms, and then just take time to bless the Lord and thank Him for that. And then just pray that the Holy Spirit teaches you how to always magnify God above everything. I love you, my brother and my sister, and I hope that encourages you through the weekend and blesses you. Until next time, I just want to say that stay excited about God because God is for you and no one can be against you. But before we go, let us just say a, 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 a short prayer. Father, I just thank you for the opportunity I've had to share with my brother, to share with my sister, encourage them in you. We, I, I am so grateful that you've given us this word. And I'm so grateful, Father, for every blessing that you've poured out upon our lives. Father, I pray that you forgive us where we've taken your blessings for granted, where we've complained and where we, we have grumbled, where we have walked in fear and doubt and where we have uh, uh, um, uh, walked in unbelief and taken your word for granted. We are sorry. We really apologize. Have mercy upon us and we thank you for your grace. And so we just come to you and say, forgive us. Forgive us for for magnifying every other thing, every problem and every circumstance above you. Right now, we just want to take the opportunity to say, Lord, we magnify you above all our worries. We magnify you above all our circumstances. We magnify you above all our situations. There is nothing impossible with you, regardless of what any of us is going through, Lord. You are still Lord, you are still on the throne. And for that, we bless you, Lord. Your word says in Psalms 103 verse 19, the Lord has made the heavens his throne. From there he rules over everything. God, you rule over everything. And we crown you as God over our lives, over every situation that we go through. It doesn't matter whether... Any one of us is sick or any one of us is going through divorce or any one of us uh, has challenges with his um, children. Whatever the situation is, right now in the name of Jesus Christ, we stand on your word and say that you are a good God. And I just want to speak life, godly life into whatever situation my brother or my sister that is listening to this may be going through. I pray that, Father, through that dark place that they may be experiencing, that the light of your word will shine. I pray that, Lord, there will be a rising up in their lives where they will see your beauty, where they will see your power, where they will see your glory, where they will see your mercy, where they will see your love, they will see your grace. Father, I pray that right now as they listen, if any of them is going through a dark place, please God, talk to them. Make yourself known to them and let there be a stirring up in their spirit.
And I pray that you give them the grace and the power to rise above whatever situation they are going through. That the enemy will not keep them down, but they will keep the enemy under their feet because of the authority that we have in our Lord Jesus Christ. My brother, my sister, I encourage you to use the authority of the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ gave us the authority of his name and the Bible says that at the name of Jesus Christ, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. Jesus is Lord over whatever circumstance or situation you are going through. So I encourage you to rise up right now and praise God. I encourage you to magnify God. I encourage you to focus on the blessing that God has in your life. Father, we bless you and we worship you. I pray that, Lord, you help us to continue in this kind of attitude, a kind of attitude where we see you as the God who is more than able. We love you so much. We treasure you and we bless you. In Jesus' great and mighty name. Thank you, Jesus. My brother, my sister, again, I want to encourage you. Find yourself some time. Find yourself a journal. Be reminded of, remind yourself of what God has done and what he's doing in your life. I, 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 I want to let you know that it will bless you a lot. And as, uh, as, uh, as challenges come or as your mind is trying uh, uh, to, to, to go away from the word of God, you will have an opportunity to always pull out that journal where you've written it, and you will be reminded of what God has done for you. I encourage you to pray for your, for, for, for your service that is coming up this weekend. Don't forget to lift your pastor. And those that are ministering in the, in the church, uh, lift them up before, before God. Don't forget to pray for those that haven't yet given their lives to Christ as they make their way to your local church. Uh, we want to pray that uh, God will the holy spirit will convince them will convict them uh, that the light of his word will make sense uh, uh, to them that they will give their lives to christ so i encourage you to pray for your pastor pray for for those that are going to be ministering in your local church and until next time next week stay blessed and keep the fight keep the faith bye-bye